Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Whether it's Baker's Simple Truth Turkey or Mac and Cheese with Murray's English Cheddar or pie made with fresh Cosmic Crisp apples, there are many dishes we look forward to sharing during the holidays. And Baker's has all the fresh ingredients you need to turn today's holidays into tomorrow's memories. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Choose from a great selection of digital coupons and use them up to five times in one transaction. Check our app for details. Baker's, fresh for everyone. What's up, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Uptempo Podcast. Once again, I'm your host, Blake Lane, and tonight, guys, I have a very special guest coming on to join the show. His name is Corey Burton from Believe in Dogs Podcast, talking all things Georgia football. I know, man, we have spent the last couple days over in Major League Baseball, and tonight I couldn't pass up this opportunity to bring Corey on, and we've been working on this for a while, man, but Georgia's been so busy with with the pro day and the spring game and everything. So Corey finally uh, had had the time to, to come on, and, and we are going to discuss uh, 2021 Georgia, and then we're going to move into Stetson Bennett coming back and what Georgia is going to look like in this 2022 season. And I'm absolutely stoked, man, a representative from the uh, defending national champions, and, and we're going to see if they can do it again, man. So, hey, like I always do it, we're going to run this Belly Up ad. And once again, we always thank Belly Up Sports Network for giving us this platform to do this podcast and and hey bring on these very special guests like we have been and we have been on a roll here lately so guys not going to make you wait any longer we're going to run it give all the thanks to belly up and then we're going to try to get Corey in here and get this thing rolling so here you go thank you for listening to this belly up sports podcast network product some said we go belly up so we made it our name and we're still here 
Welcome back in, everybody, and today we are joined by a very special guest by the name of Corey Burton. He is from the Believe in Dogs podcast, and he covers all things Georgia football, and we are extremely excited to have him. And with that being said, Corey, how are you doing today, man? Man, I'm great. It's a, it's a beautiful day here, and uh, I'm excited to be on the Tempo podcast, man. Let's uh, let's get it going. I appreciate it, man, about that. And, and uh, speaking of that, Corey, uh, I just started this podcast back in December, man, but I know that you have multiple shows out there. Could, could you give us the rundown on everything you do? Yeah, absolutely. I, I'm a little bit of a busy guy. Um, I do this show, the, uh, the Believe in Georgia Dog show on mm-hmm. with, uh, with Israel Troop. That's a weekly show. I do SEC After Dark. That is a show that I do with Stephen Willis, Jake Thomas, and Jeb Beecham. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, we air live every Wednesday night, so we're live on video and, and audio platforms. I do one called Beast of the East, mm-hmm. and that's kind of uh, you know our, our perspectives. We kind of we talk about everything, but our perspectives are rooted uh, with the Eastern Division teams. Like mm-hmm. uh, We got Vinny Hardy from Believe in Kentucky and then and Israel joins me on that show as well and then finally if i'm not on enough already i'm on the illegal motion college football podcast which uh, me pat perkins from believe in badgers and our resident iowa fan uh all get together and we talk national college football and that's a all of these are weekly shows so i'm able to get them in somehow Wow, man Corey. so um man I've, i've said this to previous guests man but I actually started, I just started this podcast up in December, and it all started from a TikTok that I made, and I'm a, I'm a diehard Auburn fan, and after Alabama beat you guys in the SEC Championship, I posted a TikTok acting like I was calling Kirby Smart, and I called him Mark Rick 2.0, and... And then I said, uh, you, you have the mouth of an Alabama fan, but a Vanderbilt trophy case. And it uh, it backfired on me, but it went viral. And yes. it, um, you know, some people started messaging me. And they were like, hey, man, like, you know, why don't you just start a podcast and, and you know, start bringing some college football guests on. And, and I was like, you know what? let me go let me go get the get the stuff and the equipment and, and let's do it and so uh Absolutely. yeah man it, it's been an awesome ride and these past couple of days i've i've been venturing over into major league baseball but i had to come back and and get you on and, and cover this uh this georgia football program man so man Corey, one thing i want to i want to ask you getting into this football this football side of things is this eastern division man what is it going to look like in 2022? Is Georgia going to be uh, reigning supreme over there on that side? or, or And who, who could contest them this year over there? I mean, I, I think when you use the word reigning supreme, I, I think it's going to be a little tougher this year because you mm-hmm. have teams like Kentucky that, have, that are sitting there at the number two spot. They continue to get better. Uh, they continue to add pieces. And then you have a team like Kentucky, or Tennessee with Josh Heupel that have – added a lot of pieces and mm-hmm. they've done a tremendous job with uh, Hendon Hooker and, and getting their program in order. They're still a few pieces away from being a legitimate contender, but they are somebody that could definitely, definitely push Georgia and push Kentucky. And then Florida with uh, Billy Napier, you know, we know what he did at Louisiana. Can he replicate that down in Gainesville? All signs are pointing to yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, just needs maybe hit the transfer portal a couple times, maybe 
Uh, I, I don't know how far away they are, but they're definitely going to play hard. They're definitely going to be a lot better than they were last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, Missouri, unfortunately, uh, Missouri and Vandy are kind of going downward, but South Carolina is a team who I thought would finish last in the, in the division, last in the conference overall. Mm-hmm. They went to a bowl game and won their bowl game. Those those guys are playing really hard for Shane Beamer, and they got a big-time quarterback in Spencer Rattler, so they're going to look a lot different. Mm-hmm. And that game in Columbia, uh, when Georgia comes to town, I think it's the second week of the season. Mm-hmm. That's going to be interesting. Uh, that's going to be interesting because South Carolina is they're geared up for – you know, they're trying to make a run as well. So the East is going to be really highly competitive, mm-hmm. uh, but you have a bunch of teams bunched there in that second spot that are still trying to catch Georgia. And I think the recruiting gap is, is still there yeah. at this moment that's rapidly changing. Well, Corey, man, one thing about this Georgia team, you know, I know all the studs y'all had last year on that 21 team. Man, what is this defense going to look like in 2022? Well, you lose Dan Lanning, first of all, so you mm-hmm. lose the coordinator. So the scheme is going to look slightly different. I know ultimately it's Kirby Smart's scheme, but mm-hmm. it's if you watch the national championship, if you watch it closely, it's got the imprint of Will Muschamp on there and kind of his style mm-hmm. of or his interpretation of what Kirby Smart's defense really looks like. So scheme-wise, we're going to look a little bit different. I, I think coverage-wise, I think you're going to see us play probably a little bit more zone than we did a year ago mm-hmm. because I think we're going to be more geared towards that. But, I mean, it's going to be – you have, what, five potential first-rounders uh, <laughs> leaving that front seven? Yeah. That's going to be – I mean, you're not going to get the same production, and I don't think any Georgia – if you ask any Georgia fan, they expect that. So, um, it's, it's going to look a lot different. I think you're going to be a little bit more conservative. When I say a little bit more conservative, not, not have as many uh, blitz packages and different mm-hmm. pressures that they were able to have with guys like Kobe D and Quay Walker running the show. So, um it's still going to be good. It's still going to be really productive because one of the things that Kirby and Dan Lanning did a great job of was subbing guys in and getting guys experience. So mm-hmm. some of these younger guys that are expected to take over, like Jalen Carter, Zion Logue, you know, uh, Jamal Wal- uh, Walthar, uh, mm-hmm. Robert Beal, you know, those guys, some of those guys in the front seven, they were able to get some very valuable experience. Mm. Man, uh, Corey, <laughs> flipping over to the offensive side of the ball, man, I know, you know, losing guys like Pickens and then uh, Burton, I know, I don't know what that was about transferring to Alabama, but uh, I'll get into that in just a minute, man. But, um, you know, I know you still got some studs over there, but what is it going to look like with Stetson Bennett coming back? Well, I think now that Stetson Bennett's the guy, he can develop some timing with, with those receivers. Mm-hmm. Uh, we also get some guys back that have been – you know, they were healthy last year, but they weren't really 100% like Kears Jackson, Dominic Blaylock, Marcus Rosemey, Jack Saint, those guys. Uh, you get those, you get them back in the fold. Uh, A.D. Mitchell had a really nice finish to the season. He's mm-hmm. going to be, he's going to look to emerge and, and be the be the guy that replaces Pickens, which he was that guy all year long when Pickens was not yeah. in the lineup. So he got those, the, those valuable reps. And of course, you can't forget Lad McConkie as well. I mean, he's kind of, He's kind of like your Hunter Renfro 2.0, that really fast slot guy that just happens to be there and in every play. He so, killed us, Corey. Yes, he did. He, he did. And, he uh, killed us, man. And Todd Munkin is, is really good is really good at using all of those guys. 
and uh, you know, and then that that leads me to the tight end room, which mm-hmm. might be the best tight end room in the country. If, if I'm, you know, if, if I'm being honest, oh, man. you have Brock Bowers who didn't participate in spring because his uh, he was dealing with shoulder surgery, uh, but you have Eric Gilbert, Oscar Delp, and Darnell Washington, who looks like an mm. NBA player. Yeah, <laughs> and so you, you can you can do some really creative stuff with that. So. Uh, I'm excited about this offense. I mean, yeah, the experience lacks a little bit out there on the perimeter, but I think there's some guys, you know, like Kyrus Jackson's a veteran. Mm-hmm. So once he kind of rounds into form, it might be a pretty scary bunch. And then Stetson Bennett has all the confidence in the world and all the swagger in the world. And I, I think he's just, he knows he's not going to go to the NFL. He knows yeah. He's about to go to law school. And he just, hey, let's run it back. That, that, was, his, <laughs> that was his whole mentality. Hey, let's run it back and, See what we can do. See if we can get it again. Well, Corey, man, speaking of Stetson, what are the Georgia fans feeling about him returning? I know, uh, you know, I, I saw a couple of tweets out there where some people weren't happy, but I mean, you gotta, if you're a Georgia fan, you gotta be happy, right? Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't listen. I wouldn't put too much stock into those that, that aren't happy. Those yeah. people, I, I don't get it because all Stetson's done is win. Win for Georgia. I mean, yeah, he had a rough game against Bam in the SEC championship, but. I mean, when you have Dallas Turner and Will Anderson bearing yeah. down on you, that, sometimes that's easy to do. They 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 make that happen against a lot of good quarterbacks. So it's not unique to Stetson Bennett. I mean, he doesn't physically when you look at him, he just looks like a regular guy, mm-hmm. and it still just doesn't make much sense that this regular guy is dominating college football. I mean, he's a two star walk on uh, that had to go to JUCO and then come back. Mm-hmm. He was the he was the Baker Mayfield clone for the for the for the Rose Bowl in yeah. Oklahoma back in 2017, and then he was the third stringer, and then he fought for a starting position, and because of JT Daniels recovering from surgery and uh, Dewan Mathis not not cutting it, mm-hmm. and Carson Beck not being ready as a true freshman, he stepped in in that 2020 season, mm-hmm. played really well. JT Dan- he took him as far as he could. JT Daniels came in, played tremendously, and then, you know, Stetson, as competitive as he is, comes into the season with a chip on his shoulder, wins the starting job. Uh, I think it was after week four, won the permanent mm-hmm. starting job. Um, JT Daniels was injured. He took advantage of the opportunity and, and never looked back. And so I don't know what part of that story Georgia fans don't like. Yeah. Um, but I don't know what more he could prove than go out and – you know, win a national championship to prove that he can be the guy. So yeah. I don't understand it. I'm excited personally. And any any person I talk to, and you, you look at the all the alumni uh, from my co-host Israel to mm-hmm. Terrence Edwards, you know, all, all the Georgia fans and all the Georgia former players that, mm-hmm. that are on Twitter, they're all behind Stetson. Yeah, man. And Cor- Corey, man, I, uh, there was a throw in the national championship game. The throw he made to Pickens. <clears throat> And when he when he made that throw, you know, he was he was having a tough go early. But like you said, man, with Will Anderson and Dallas Turner breathing down on you, uh, I, 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 I didn't see anybody all year that, that shined against that Bama D. But when he yeah. when he made that throw to Pickens in the national championship game, I just felt like he he had arrived like like he was ready for the moment. And in, in Atlanta, you know, we just we thought, hey, you know, is Stetson ever going to get him over the hump? And right. that throw, man, it just 
I was like, wow, he, he's ready. Like he, he, they are about to win this football game, and the Wendy's commercial and all that, man. I'm just, I'm super excited for Stetson, man, and I'm, I'm excited to see him back. I know he has tore Auburn up, and uh, I, I'm, I'm not a fan of him for that, but uh, he's a hell of a quarterback, man. He's a hell of a competitor. And oh yeah, I mean you, you can't you can't be wrong there. I mean that throw, you know that throw. I remember I remember thinking at that point, going, all right, let's get something on this drive. Let's mm-hmm. get a couple first downs, even uh, much less get in the scoring position. But I, I'm just thinking, let's just complete a couple easy throws. Let's get settled in and let's play football. And when he made that throw, I knew he was settled in. And here we go. And and the rest took care of itself. And I mean you can't you can't discredit Todd Monken. I mean he had mm-hmm. a the SEC championship was a really weird game plan. I, I thought all around, just mm-hmm. which is odd uh, with offense and defense. But in the national championship, I think we used our backs effectively. He was able to use his outlet throws. He was able to make some throws, push the ball downfield. He was able to get the ball out quick to where Will Anderson and Dallas Turner weren't much of a weren't much of a factor. They still were, but they weren't as much of a factor as they were in Atlanta. So. Again, I, I thought the game plan was great. Stetson played well within himself, and mm-hmm. everybody just made plays. Yeah, man, Corey, and and one thing, one thing going into this twenty two season, man, I felt like Jermaine Burton, if he stays at Georgia, I felt like he was going to be the star. And why could I mean? Could you give me a, an answer of why he transferred to Alabama? I have no idea. I've, I've heard, I've heard he's more of a JT Daniels guy. Okay. Uh, then he was a Stetson guy. That was kind of the that was kind of the rumor that yeah. I heard. But you know, again, he, maybe he just wants an op- another opportunity. Yeah. Maybe he sees what Bama's done with their previous drafty receivers. Mm-hmm. You know, they 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 put a, they put a couple in the NFL, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, so maybe he saw that. Maybe there's some NIL stuff going on. Um, you know, maybe his time was just done at Georgia he was getting upstaged by McConkey and and, and A.B. Mitchell they kind of played past him a little bit yeah so you know just just a just a bunch of different factors probably hmm. uh, was uh, you know fed into that it's certainly going to be a big loss uh, mm-hmm. because he's such a good deep threat out of the slot that I, I think that you know you, you lose that experience you lose that explosiveness that's going to hurt a little bit but if these other guys that I mentioned previously step up, mm-hmm. you know, maybe not. And maybe Eric Gilbert is, is the, the new face that really kind of makes you say, okay, well, maybe losing maybe losing Jermaine Burton is not, you know, not, not quite as bad. Yeah. Well, Corey, man, um, one guy I want to talk about is N'Kobe Dean. And, you know, I see a lot of draft scouts and, and so-called experts or whatever and uh, they're saying that teams are going to pass over him, man. What 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 type of player uh, is the NFL about to get? And and are these guys making a huge mistake by passing over a guy like Nicobe Dean? I think intelligence wise, yes. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, he's he's a film room guy. I mean, part of the reason why he's so good is he has great anticipation. I mean, the 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 one play that really kind of sums up who Nicobe Dean is is in the Orange Bowl against Michigan. Mm-hmm. If, you, if you remember, he was man-to-man. The, uh, Michigan came out in an empty formation. They were man-to-man, and the, the running back had lined up all the way out wide, like all the way out on the number. Yep. Goes in motion, across the formation, mm-hmm. and the Kobe Dean runs with him. They throw a screen to him, and he tackles him for a one-yard loss. Mm-hmm. 
traversing the entire width of the field yeah. to get him. Like, that's instincts. That's film work. That's, mm-hmm. you know, knowing where to be. And, and, you know, he's a good tackler. But I think, I think with the NFL, I think what's going to get him is his measurables. You know, a yeah. lot of teams are scared about, about he, he's only 5'11". Mm-hmm. And, you know, he, he's a little bit light for for an inside linebacker and a lot of people are worried about that but the speed and anticipation in which he plays with he kind of makes up for a lot of that stuff but mm-hmm. you know <clears throat> whoever gets him i think is going to get a hell of a player man yeah i'm, I'm a huge fan of Kobe dean I, and and I, I know i'm not a i'm not a gm but i ain't passing his ass up i can tell you that Corey. um not, 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 a, not a chance <laughs> if i'm in need of a if i'm in need of a, a leader uh, leadership heavy, smart, football intelligent, film yeah. guy and linebacker. And I'm sitting there in the late teens, early twenties of the of the first round. Mm-hmm. I might take a chance on him. Like yeah. if, if he's that, if he's going to be that one piece in my defense, I might take a chance on it. But mm. you know, like I said, I'm not a GM either. So <laughs> well, Corey, that's why they make the big bucks. <laughs> that's a fact, man. Uh, Corey. <laughs> I got to ask you about this 2022 Georgia team, man. Uh, you know, you've you've broken down each side of the ball, man. What do you think this 2022 team can ultimately do? Can they repeat as national champions? I, mean, I think they have as good a shot as anybody mm. uh, to repeat. I mean, they they got a the schedule lines up well for them. Uh, they get uh, the 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 worry spots obviously opening up with Oregon mm-hmm. uh, is always always a tricky game. South Carolina early September. Uh, the you know it's you know triple digit temperatures every mm-hmm. time we play and I, I don't think they ever have clouds and it's always a noon kick so uh, <laughs> that's always a tough game uh, you know you get Tennessee and Auburn late in the season mm-hmm. Kentucky is your second to last game I mean there's some potential blips in the in the radar there that could sneak up and, and, and grab grab Georgia I mean you, you, it's it's relatively easy you know because. Yeah. It's, it's still the SEC, so it, you know anybody can beat anybody. That's a fact. But I, I think, as far as comparatively to other teams' conference schedules, I think we got. I think we were fortunate in, in the in the draw that we got from the from the other side. But again, I, I, I would like to see. You know, the goal is obviously to win the division, win the conference, win mm-hmm. the Natty. You know, mm-hmm. get the get the trifecta and and. Uh, I think this team has just as good of a shot at it. It's gonna. It's not gonna look as dominating and defensive yeah. as it did a year ago. Uh, probably gonna have to score a little bit more points. So, you know, if we can, if we can ring up the scoreboard frequently, mm-hmm. you know, sky's the limit. But if we struggle to move the ball at times, or if we get, if we get kind of careless with the football, not not protected, mm-hmm. you know, we could be looking at ten and two and and and. and uh, Looking, looking behind somebody. So, but I think ultimately we're going to win the division. We're going to be sitting in Atlanta playing Alabama yet again. Yep. And uh, looking for, uh, looking for, you know, it, it's it's tough to say redemption, but looking for redemption in that venue. Mm. Man. And, and then keeping keeping Bama out of the, out of the playoffs. <laughs> well, Corey, I got I got a I got a fun one here for you, man. That that I just it's been on my mind here lately, and and. The bigger rival to you, man, is it Auburn or is it Florida? Growing up, it's been Florida. Uh, my dad played at Florida State. Okay. Uh, so I grew up. I grew up with a 
you know, I was born with the, with the uh, innate or the instinct to hate Florida. Mm-hmm. Uh, I live in Tennessee now. Uh, I live in Nashville. Mm-hmm. So Tennessee is creeping up that list. Oh, uh, wow. Auburn, I, I had a lot of friends that went to Auburn, so I've never, you know, I've never hated Auburn mm-hmm. except for that one weekend that we play you. <laughs> um, you know, I, I become a, I become a, a Auburn hater for, for a week, but um, ultimately it's, uh, it's Florida, Tennessee, and Georgia Tech for me. Okay. That's my thought for All right. Well, Corey, man, before I let you out of here, one last thing I want to talk about, man, is Kirby Smart. Uh, what has he meant to this program? And just him finally breaking the the 41-year streak, man. Uh, just how do, you, how, do you, how do you guys feel about Kirby over there, and, and what has he done for this Georgia football program? Well, uh, you know, you're, you're going to have a list of fans that have, like, been hating on him since day one, and, and those are probably the same people that hate Stetson. But uh, <laughs> I, I think he's brought new life to this program. I, I think he's brought a reinvigorated recruiting effort. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's – Hyper aggressive and in, in everything that he does, as far as building facilities, uh, getting academic support, mm-hmm. uh, making sure these guys graduate and have careers outside of football, uh, the stuff that he does supporting other athletics, um, and just the attention to detail he brings each and every day, uh, not only with the players but with the staff as well, uh, from the analyst on up to the to the coordinator. So, I just think the, the intense focus that he has within the program has has gave us a big shot in the arm and and to, to break that drought is for a former for a former player former all-conference player mm. uh is you know it's a dream come true mm. and you know you ask any georgia fans and and you know kirby kirby is the guy will be the guy for for as long as he wants to be man hell of an answer man and uh I'm excited for this 2022 season, and and I got the same SEC championship as you, Georgia, Bama, once again, man. And uh, Corey, man, I've I've had a hell of a time having you on here. And if you could, man, could you drop a Twitter handle so my my listeners can go follow you? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I have my, my I have my personal uh, Twitter is at Coach Burton thirty six, okay. and then uh, my show Twitter is at Believe in Dogs. I run everything through those two through those two accounts. So. Uh, give, yeah, give it a follow. Uh, you'll find my link tree in the profile to take you to, to all the YouTube channel and uh, Spotify link and Apple link and all that yeah. stuff. So well, it'll, it'll take you everywhere you need to go. Well, Corey, man, um, I, you know, I always ask all of my guests, and, and I've been out to USC, Notre Dame, Ohio State, Georgia, uh, Miami. I, I've had them all on here, man, and I always ask them, uh, if I could get you back on the show a little closer to football season and uh, maybe during the season in like a bye week or something, and we could do like a little mid-grade recap of Georgia season. How do you feel about that? You bet, man. That'll be great. Let's, uh, let's make it happen. And, uh, you know, Georgia-Auburn week, I'd love to have you on uh, as a guest to kind of preview that game and, and, uh, and uh, you know, make, make a little interesting show, like maybe do a home-and-home home at some point. Yeah, man. Hey, Corey, anytime, man, you, uh, you know where to find me, and I will be more than happy to, man. Awesome, man. Well, I appreciate you having me on, uh, and I'm glad you uh, you conquered uh, the, you conquered TikTok first, which is my final frontier. So, <laughs> uh, you know, big uh, big congrats on that. Appreciate so, it. Uh, but you're doing a heck of a job, man. I've, I've listened to a, a a few of your episodes so far, and uh, I've got it on my follow list on Spotify. So you're you're in my rotation of podcasts now. So. I'm excited that uh, that you're a part of this deal, and uh, look forward to uh, the teaming up with you more more often. 
Man, that's awesome, Corey. I really appreciate it, man, and and can't wait to have you back on, man. We'll talk soon. All right, Corey? Absolutely, man. Thanks for having me. No problem, man. Thank you. Wow, everybody. Corey Burton, Georgia Bulldogs. Hey, broke it down, what it was like to win the Natty 41-year streak. Can't thank him enough for coming on. Another great guest. Gave you what he thought about Kirby Smart. Stetson Bennett, just elite stuff, man. SEC powerhouse right there with Bama, Georgia, Bama, everybody else. Just excited, man. I mean, who else has chills talking about SEC football, okay? Who else has chills talking about a guy like N'Kobe Dean, all right? Incredible stuff, man. Georgia, powerhouse. Finally getting over the hump, breaking the 41-year streak. Absolutely love it. Corey Burton is one hell of a dude. We have uh, been trying to get this podcast episode out there, and we finally both uh, caught caught some time in the schedules and and got it done. So once again, Corey, I thank you. Um, One hell of a guy. And if if you haven't checked out his work, please, he dropped a Twitter handle. Go follow his stuff. He drops elite content for Georgia. And, 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 hey, he knows football. So, as you heard it in this episode. So, guys, once again, thank you all for tuning in. If you could, go follow me on Apple Podcasts, like Corey said, on Spotify Podcasts. And, hey, I appreciate you guys for listening. Leave a review on both of those. And until next time, I'll catch you. I'm out. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Team Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is, so they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready.